0: i uh, bless you, my brother. I'm
1: good. I'm good. It's a pleasure and an honor to share the battlefield with you, my brother. I, I am I appreciate you, love you and I thank God for your ministry
0: man man I'm so excited to have you on it's always a pleasure to have you I'm always honored to have you on the show I'm super excited for what God is going to do tonight something dynamic happens when we come together we punch the devil in the face together there's dynamite there's explosion and so thank you for being on here I know last time you were on was audio because you just got done having eye surgery share with us what's been going on with you I know your eyes are doing much better now what's been going on I know you've been traveling doing deliverance just share some of the stuff that's been happening
1: and man, my eye, surgery, my eye surgery, I had two eye surgeries, one in, one in uh, April, uh, January, my 21-day fast, the 21-day, I was getting surgery. Uh, so in February, I got another surgery, you know, just to get my eyes back where I need to be. And uh, going through the process, I'm down to like 2040, I'm close to 2030 where I was at, so God is just working. I say something like Kevin Zaydei, Kevin Zaydei said, said something one day, he was on Tampa, he was preaching, he, he's a great friend of mine, he's an amazing minister. And uh, he said something very powerful. He was going through a eye situation and stuff. And he said, uh, Lord, this is not your perfect will for me. Mm. You know, and I, I, I've been running with that, man. I've just been trusting God. Eyesight is it's just amazing. God is doing an amazing miracle. Doctors are saying, this is, this is a miracle. They're saying, they saying, you know, they're saying Jesus, Jesus is doing it for me. And, uh, and just, you know, just doing what God coming to do, man, fighting the good fight and setting the captive free. The battleship is awesome. We're not on the love boat, we're on the battleship, man. So Come
0: on. I'm loving
1: it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I give God the glory and the opportunity to, I really, that He can use someone like me.
0: So good. And, you know, you, as you're going through this, you were still ministering. I mean, you were on our show the day, the morning of you came out of eye surgery. You were on our yeah. broadcast audio only. And so you didn't let it stop. And I think there's many people in the chat that are letting what they're going through stop them from what God's called them to do. And I want to challenge someone in the chat tonight. Don't let the enemy stop you. Don't let the attack stop you. Don't let spiritual warfare stop you. Don't let the things going on in your life right now, whether you're going through something, stop you from what God has called you to do. You're never going to be ready to do all that God has called you to do. But I want to challenge you to keep plowing, keep pushing, keep going through. John, I know a lot of people in the chat know you. I know a lot of people on YouTube, on our Facebook. There's 2,500 right now. A lot of them know you, but some don't I was talking to people earlier in the chat before you got on and many of them are brand new they just got saved they're just coming to face would you share like five or ten minutes of your testimony you have one of the most and this is all glory to God of course powerful testimonies we've ever heard I've ever heard incredible story you've written books on this you've been on our show before sharing but would you just share some of the story of how God brought you out of um of the occult brought you out of I guess Satanism or whatever you'd call it but just share some of that how God brought you out and what what God is doing with you now I mean, I mean, it's 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 crazy. In 1999.
1: I was preparing for the worst demonic attack on the region, on people, people, family. I was preparing the most demonic arsenals to destroy, kill, and uh, put witchcraft on people. I was astral projecting. I was I was there. I was actually I came into the kingdom of darkness at the age of seven and a half. There was a necklace. Seven powers of darkness fell from the from the second second heaven. It fell on my feet from the second heaven. You know I had a thing like Paul. Paul Paul had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Jesus said, "Don't kick against the gold, Don't kick against my will." Paul Paul got dropped from the donkey. He got he, I mean he got called straight from Jesus from the third heaven. I got called from the second heaven uh, wow. with the demonic. Was his principality Jezebel, the devil's kingdom on the second heaven is established in the spirit realm on the second heaven. The first heaven is the sky. The the the, the territory spirit, familiar spirits work operate the function on the ground. And I got called from there seven and a half at the age of eight. I was ready in the witch's house getting my first ceremony. And I blinked, and 25 years went by. Marrying Halloween, I had a demonic wedding in Halloween. I was actually projecting, living in cemetery, uh, sending down human bones, so I can do witchcraft from people, killing animals, cutting myself, drinking my own blood, and uh, putting. I mean, I was I was in uh, this. I was in this devil worship, you know, little black shirt, black nails. That was that was a wannabe. I was I was in, I was sitting with the devil, having a conversation with him. The last conversation I had with the devil when I left the kingdom of darkness was uh it was it was they were were preparing to do a a, a transfer of spirits on the regions from region to region transfer principalities and all that and i came to the meeting there was like 17 warlocks that came to that meeting and the devil came down on that meeting and he said to me in demonic tongues my son you know what god throws out of heaven i said i don't have no idea i was numb because i was between two worlds jesus was pulling me from one side the devil was pulling me from the other. And I said, I don't know why he threw you out of heaven. He said, because he was jealous of us. And uh, I mean, I life in the pits of hell and, uh, and going to hell, being going to hell, meeting Jesus Christ, the cross with Jesus Christ, defeated devil in hell, came out, came back into my body. I went into hell as a satanic, demonic worshiper uh, with $100,000 worth of ceremonies encrasted in my body. $100,000 of ceremonies engrafted in my body from the age of eight to the age of 35. I mean, we are talking about sold out, blacked out to the devil, beyond you can never, ever, ever imagine your wildest dream, and c- going to hell, leaving my body, going to hell. Actually, hell is a real place because I walked the street, I walked the, street, I walked the portals of hell, and the portals of hell. As you walk, it breathes like a human person, it breathes, and I walked the portals of hell. The devil showed up, he confronted me. The cross of Jesus Christ showed up, defeated him. It happened twice in hell through the process of me walking to hell. Just to make a long story short, uh, uh, and then I came, when the devil went to grab me the last time, I showed my marks. I got my marks here. I got marks here that I got, to, uh, I, got to, I, got, I got carved into my flesh when I sold my soul to the devil. When you sell your soul, you sell your allegiance and your time to the devil, your devotion to the devil. And uh, when I showed him the marks, he said, that's the contract that I own you. When he went to grab me again, the cross of Jesus Christ destroyed him in hell. I came back into my body. I went to hell as the satanic devil worship a monster, and I came back as a believer. And I I, I turned my I do I, I had I had witchcraft I had human bones in my house I had I had, had cardones in my house I had dirt from from nine cemeteries nine jails. I had dirt from nine hospitals because the dirt that I use and put your name on it is still your personality, identity, is still your character, To witchcraft. I was able to steal those things from you and put you in in a coffin and put you in one of the dirt cemeteries and and pronounce you dead, to witchcraft, and then you would die within 30 days. I had demonic, I had demonic book that had witchcraft symbols on it. I was the third human being on the earth that had this book straight from the devil. Wow. And all that stuff I threw
0: away. To follow Jesus Christ. Wow incredible testimony if God can save you and I want to tell the chat God can save anybody I mean your testimony John I was curious well, when you got radically saved what was the first thing you did did you go to church did you pray I mean were you fasting what was your first response what what did the church say when you showed up and said this is my testimony because I'm thinking in my mind most churches they wouldn't know what to do if someone like you got saved and this is one thing I've been saying we want people that are coming out of the occult at that high level yeah. to get saved but the church isn't prepared to handle them we're not prepared to deal with them because we're shying away from the warfare we're shying away from that kingdom and we're shying away from confronting darkness and so we're unequipped and this is why tonight we're equipping you guys and training you guys but what was the first thing that happened after did you go to church i mean what were they saying well
1: i i went i went to church but i was isolated in the church because they thought i was a double agent
0: Mm. so i was
1: isolated and i didn't get a fellowship i didn't get i didn't know what the word fellowship was or take me out to get something to eat about a year and a half later so, you're so I, would, I would come to church, isolated. They didn't invite me nowhere. One time I got invited to return some tuxedos, and uh, I they did. I went in the van. They had about eight, seven, eight brothers, uh, Christian brother. They were in the van. I was sitting in the back by myself, and they were like, "Oh, hallelujah, bless God, and all this stuff," and they were saying, "Oh, John, what you think about the service on Sunday and all this stuff?" And I didn't know what to say because I didn't know the Christian talk You know, I came from hell to church. And, and and now this is this is this is the crazy part my brother Isaiah this is crazy why would they invite me to return tuxedo but then invite me to the wedding
0: wow
1: I was good enough to go with them to return the tuxedo but I was never invited to the wedding to fellowship with them so it took a year and a half before they took me out to my first fellowship because they isolated me because they didn't trust me they thought I was a double agent
0: wow that is so sad and that shows where the church is at today i thought about when when i think of your story i think sometimes of the man at the tombs where they have the church and the people in the city have no problem with the man out there being demonized being in the occult being hurting like we have no problem with those people and the moment the guy gets saved he's in his right mind he comes back to the city that he used to torment the bible says yeah. the people are afraid they're afraid yeah. now that he's in his right mind they're not even worried about him at the tombs but now that he's in his right mind they're afraid and the 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 Bible says that they begged Jesus to leave their city. And this is so crazy to me, how we preach about deliverance. We preach about casting out demons. I know you're casting out demons, we're casting out demons, but then when it actually happens in the church, we kick deliverance out of the church we kick spiritual warfare out of the church we kick people that preach on it listen there's three thousand people watching right now those of you that preach on it you've gotten kicked out of your church for preaching on spiritual warfare and what a time that we live in John where the body of Christ is afraid of Jesus moving in the church and I want to prophesy Mm -hmm. over someone there is a move of God that is coming to the church there's a move of God that's happening and religion is not going to stop it religion is a demonic force it is a demonic spirit and it's trying to stop the move of god but we speak over you tonight that religion is not going to stop deliverance religion is not going to stop spiritual warfare now the army of god is raising up we're not asking the devil permission we're not asking the devil's uh uh, like can we do this can we go there we are taking territory the bible says the kingdom of god is suffering Mm -hmm. and the violent take it by force so this is what we're preaching guys that we need a violent church we need to break the spirit of fear off of people we, tonight I believe the spirit of fear is breaking off the church those of you that are, f- are afraid of engaging afraid of being on the front lines as, as John says you're on the cruise ship you're on the love boat you're not on the battleship we're calling you tonight to break the spirit of fear this is a strong spirit John I know you dealt with this you put this on people talk talk a little bit about that breaking out of the spirit of fear because the church is so afraid right now of engaging in, in the um in spiritual warfare they're afraid of becoming spiritual snipers they're afraid of engaging. The enemy, and we need to break out of this. It's demonic. We need to call it what it is. It is a spirit. The Bible says that God has not given us this spirit, and I really believe it's time for the church to break the spirit of fear. Amen.
1: Amen. You know, I mean, one of the things is 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 crazy because uh, well, before COVID nineteen came on the scene and all these stuff was happening, the Lord told me to write a book about destroying fear, mm. and I wrote a book. It's out there. It's an Amazon. Destroying fear, and I didn't know why God was telling me to write it. I just obeyed and wrote the book. And the book has just been 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 a blessing to so many people breaking the devil fear, being uh, destroying the, the because the devil spirit bring a spirit of incarceration, Incarcerates you, paralyze you, it numbs you. Amen. It brings you to a point that later on and I'm gonna talk about it later on during the show a, a low expectation of, of who you are and how you see Jesus. Amen. And the church has come to the realm of low expectation because of the fear factor. The church doesn't have a problem talking about the devil, cause they talk about it, but they don't confront it. You see, so the church, the church said, well, we talk about the devil, you know, we talk about the devil, but they don't confront the enemy. The sons of with was casting out little things, but when the real devil showed up, they, they had a problem with it. So, so the church has come to a place because of the fear, the fear, the fear, the tormenting fear of we don't want to get involved with uh, confronting Satan. But Mark chapter 16 said, by these signs will follow you you know, those that cast out demons, so that the church is not casting out demons and then you're not the right church. It's, 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 we, we, we got, we got spirit of delusion and deliverance running the church out instead of the Holy Spirit. You know, we pretend, we pretend that we cast out, that we pretend that we, that we have the Holy Spirit. We, 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 we masquerade this whole thing that, that, that we, we, we are in dangerous, you know? But we're we not we, it's, it's just a facade It, it, it is it's something that that it that just create a, 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 a an illusion to the people that are sitting there believing on under this hyper uh, uh hyper uh, false gospel that they're under you know but the, the real gospel mark 16 you go read it for yourself those signs are followed to those that cast out devils and I stay there because we've been mandated. we've been called we've been we've been appointed by God we've been commanded by God to cast out devils so why the church is still asleep on the steering wheel? You know, if you fall asleep and your your you, you, your car is your convoy, your ministry is your car. And if you sleep on the steering wheel, then you ain't going nowhere. It's not going nowhere. And, and we, we have come to a place, you know, we want to be spiritual sniper. We want to be special ops, you know, special boot camp. We want to be trained and being armed and dangerous, but we're not, we, we, we not, we not really stepping into the realm of the spirit. That we, we, we have that authority in Christ. We have that anointing. We have that, we have that, 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 that what Paul, when, when the devil says, Jesus, I know him, Paul, I know the church is not known by the enemy because the church has made peaceful, made peace, made peace with the devil. But, but the, the, the thing is, how, how, how is it that the church has made it comfortable for the devil to live in God's house, but has made it uncomfortable for God to visit his own house? It, it just, it just, now, now we have a new age. We have a new age gospel. We have a feel-good gospel. We have take-it-easy gospel. Now don't judge me gospel. Don't cast out the demons out of me. Leave the infirmity generation of curse Let me make peace with them instead of making war with them. And Christians are Christians are sick, d- delusional, demented. I get fifteen thousand emails in my ministry. I love my brothers and sisters. They know me. They know I go everywhere. I, I was in California the other day. I prayed for three hundred twenty people, one at a time. Three hundred twenty people, one at a time. I pray. I saw the many, I saw the the the, 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 the your, your blessing on Facebook. Over fifteen hundred people came to that meeting. The fire of god was all over that place. Why would so many people come to one meeting because they know? that they're hungry and you're looking for the real thing
0: so good and this is what i'm seeing john people are spiritually starving we have literally and you know we get up on sunday morning and praise the lord for this and we say let's send money to go to other countries to feed the children in africa which i think we need to do but my question is this there's kids starving in africa for physical food but what about the people in the pews that are starving for spiritual food we are literally starving the church meanwhile sending money to feed kids in africa while our very own church starves spiritually in bondage and then pastors want to preach away deliverance now one thing that's amazing about our broadcast about online about your ministry is we don't have to wait for religion's permission to do what we're doing it used to be you have to wait for a pulpit wait for a pastor now we're going around the religious guard and we're saying no we're going to start a deliverance network we're going to start a map we're going to start casting out demons we're going to start traveling we're going to start confronting the forces of darkness and we're not waiting on permission i want to tell man i feel the fire as you were talking john i want to tell somebody Stop waiting on permission to cast out demons. Stop waiting on permission to engage in spiritual warfare. You don't need a blessing from a pastor. Come on, somebody needs to help me. You don't need a mantle or special gifting or special office. All you need is to believe the Word of God and to believe that you're called and you are chosen to do this ministry. I said something exactly what you said, John. I agree 100%. We have driven out the Holy Spirit and we've invited in demonic spirits instead of driving (laughs) out demonic spirits and inviting the Holy Spirit. And we have it opposite. (laughs) And now it's like, dysfunction is normal I hear pastors say oh you know I go to therapy and oh I went on a sabbatical because I'm having lust problems and I went on sabbatical because I'm having drinking problems and I went on a sabbatical because I'm dealing with depression I'm going why why a sabbatical why not deliverance why not humble ourselves and say mm-hmm. we need deliverance in the house mm-hmm. of God we need breakthrough mm-hmm. in the house of God the days of playing patty cake church have to yeah. end when you take a sabbatical, you're making peace with the devil. Come on. You
1: take a sabbatical, you make a peace with Billy Graham never took a sabbatical. He went on with the Lord. Come David Wilkerson never took a sabbatical. He went on with the Lord. I mean, you know, you see Nikki Cruz. I mean, um, one of the amazing evangelists of our time. He ain't taking no sabbatical. 82 years old. He's still preaching and setting things on fire for Jesus Christ. How are you gonna take a sabbatical and make peace with the devil? Lay down on the devil's couch so he can counsel you. Don't understand that. You should be casting that devil out. You should be casting that devil. It, 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 the, the Pharisees of, the, of, of Peter and John in and, and the book of Acts, I don't want you to preach under that name. Don't preach under That's what I don't want you to cast out devils. I don't want you to cast out devils. Really? And then who's going to cast them out? Who's going to set the captives free? Who's going to introduce people to the power, the power, the power of Jesus Christ? The only way people are going to see the power of Jesus Christ when devils come out and scream for mercy
0: come on and you know that's what we're called to do every single one of us talk to us John about some of the spirits you're seeing come against the church some of the stuff that you were saying you wanted to share about I know fear is a major one pastors are afraid afraid of the big givers leaving afraid of people being scared afraid of it happening at the altar I said it last night we need more deliverances on stage we need to start casting demons out and not being afraid and this is what I love a lot of people are starting to post videos and to share about it and it's starting to go viral Mm -hmm. I want this We we, we need to make tearing down the Satan's kingdom viral we need to start sharing and posting and people say oh it's dangerous to post it the only person in danger is Satan and his demons that that, he's the only one in danger and so we have to start taking our authority taking the power that God has given us taking back what the enemy has stolen rise up the spiritual snipers rise up the spiritual warriors talk to us a bit about John what you were saying some of these spirits that are coming against the body of Christ you know
1: I wrote some things that the Lord gave me here and, and one of the things the Lord was sharing with me earlier today, uh, when you and I were talking earlier today, the Lord said, "I want you to share this with the people." We have there's two demons in the church that's not being exposed, and I will share this really quick. Two demons in the church that is not being exposed. We overlooking it, we overriding it. Uh, the, the, the church at large. I'm talking. I'm talking about you and I. We're not, we, you and I, we we eat demons for lunch in Jesus' name, amen. I mean, uh, we don't, we don't, and we don't do that because we we all that in the back of church. We are the worst of the worst. You and I, we misfit. I mean, you, your testimony speaks it for itself. God loves the misfit. God loves the down that was tied up and said bring him i got use of him and you and i allowed jesus christ to write on our back and write our story and that's the reason today we have a platform because jesus christ can trust us and jesus christ that we know we like paul we we're the, we're the foolish things of the world that god decided to use to confound the wise and the one who is the wise guy I'm not talking about the world I'm talking about the, the church there were these pastors that got PhDs and theology this theology that and they got all these things going on and they can break the word in greek and hebrew but you can't catch out a devil right okay uh, you know, come on, you can't cast out a devil, but you know theology. You can't cast out a devil, you speak Hebrew. The devil speak more languages than you do. Could you, Could you cast him out? Could you cast him out? Could you cast him out? Could you set someone free? So the person don't have to be in medication or suicide watch anymore. Or the person don't have to live in a generation of cursing die before his time. What are you doing with the time that God gave you in the earth? Are you using your ministry for, for casting out devils, setting the captives free? Because when Jesus came, he didn't eat donuts and cupcakes or in and out burgers or Christian crepe. Jesus came to cast out devil to destroy the works of darkness. So, who, who you copying? You copying Jesus, your daddy, or, the da- or your daddy the devil? Which one are you copying? Who you going to copy? Jesus, your daddy casting out demons, or you're in agreement with the devil, your daddy. And then you call yourself uh, you call yourself a believer, a pastor, a bishop, or whatever you want to call yourself. I mean, shame on you. Because when you get to the front of God, God's going to judge you. And God said, I could have gave that gift. I could have gave that gift to someone. I said, I give it to you. You did nothing. You, more, you know you know, about the man with the one talent. You buried it. So now I paid for, pay for the consequences of what you did with the gift that I gave you. You didn't glorify with me. And you didn't do nothing with the time I gave you on earth. You didn't glorify my son, Jesus Christ. You're nothing but a son of the devil. And that's what's going on many pastors today. Preaching his new age garbage out there and making the body of Christ sick. And and one of the things that God showed me, God said, said, expose these two demons. The demon of low expectation is robbing the church today. The demon of, oh, take it the way it is, hand it the way it is. Don't make, don't make, don't make no ways. Don't make, don't make, don't make no arguments with the devil. Leave it the way it is. You know, just don't worry about it. You know, walk away from it. Turn your other way. Turn your other cheek. This is the demon of low expectations. Robbing the church. It's eating the church like a cancer. We got people out there that have us hit by this devil of low expectation. This devil expectation is like a cancer eating away of your ministry. No vision, no aim. No purpose, no destiny, no tomorrow. The devil has shut down these ministries. They don't have no aim. They have no vision. They have no purpose. They have no destiny, and they have no tomorrow. They are they're, they're the ministries that are surviving but not living for Jesus Christ. These are the ministries that are out there that are living, surviving, and not living for Jesus Christ. The Lord said. The Lord said they're not. They're eating. All they're doing is just creating crumbs. Crumbs for the ministry. Crumbs. God said he has a feast for the body of Christ, not crumbs. And we are creating crumbs, the crumbs and crumbs. And the Lord said, we have falling asleep on the stereo. We have falling asleep on the stereo. We have no discernment. We have no faith. And we, have, we don't know the presence of God in the house anymore. And God said, that's a spirit of low expectation that we have given into that. We have given into that wicked spirit that is that is, has that is, that is, diluted and polluted the house of God. Diluted and polluted the house of God, and it has to do with leaders and pastors, even an evangelists, or even prophets, or even apostles. God is speaking to these people today because the body of Christ is hungry. There's a famine of God's word. There's a famine of God's faith. Amen. Because God said, "When I come back to the church, when I come back, when I come back, I'm looking for two type of churches: the Joshua shirt, be strong and courageous and possess the land. That's the church that God looking for, and God's looking for the church of Enoch." Enoch walked with God. Enoch had, was a man of faith and those are the church of God looking for up in front, of, in front of your rinky dinky five names up there and lights and you can't even cast out a devil and God said to God told me you know we we, we, we making it comfortable and we're making it we made the devil so comfortable in God's house and we have made it uncomfortable for God to visit his home. God's saying because we have we have come to a place we're living we, li- we, we are living we are, we are living we are living in times today that we have let another devil come into the church a devil that had come into a church a devil mixture Mixing things up mixing things of the world mixing things of ungodly things of, the, of, of God's altar Which is the house of God a spirit of mixture in the house of God There's a spirit of mixture antichrist devil a form of garland, but denying the power that lives in God's house God said that this thing is eating up God's house. A spirit of mixture. No presence of God. No Holy Spirit void the, All we got is the voice of the world the vo- we got the voice of the world We got voices out there in the house of God the voice of the world we got the lord said so we got the voice of the flesh and your voice of these demonic opinions of these pastors those are the voices that we got in god's house trying to run god's house and and uh god saying what are the samuels that can hear my voice where are the samuels that can hear my voice god said what are the Hannahs that are giving birth to real ministry not to the works of the devil
0: so good john that is right hit the nail on the head with a spirit of no expectation and a spirit of mixture what we're seeing in the body of christ and these are demonic assignments i think we don't realize yeah That the devil opposes the church. The devil, this is one thing that blows my mind when people say, oh, a Christian can't have a demon. Christians can't be attacked. And I'm thinking, the devil already has the world. The devil wants to attack the church. The devil wants to attack believers. He wants to keep you silent. Friend, if there is something keeping you silent, it is a demonic spirit. It is not the Holy Spirit that's causing you to be silent. That's why the Bible says, I've not given you a spirit of timidity. So that spirit doesn't come from me. So if you're feeling quiet, if you're feeling calm, If you're not feeling the desire to confront darkness, that spirit of timidity where you shy back, that spirit that gets you to calm down, that spirit that gets you to become like the world, that spirit that wants you to be calm, that spirit that wants you to be non-confrontational and just get along with the world and get along with everyone in the church and get along and, you know, don't upset the big givers and don't upset the guys that are on the board that own donut shops but don't know how to pray. Don't upset anybody. Everything's smooth like you said. Cause no ripples. God says, I have not given you that spirit. I've Given you a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of a sound mind so that you Imagine. can overthrow the enemy's kingdom. We are at war. It's interesting when Paul addresses Timothy. He says, Timothy, you are a soldier. Like this is your mandate. This is your role. If you are a believer, then you are a soldier in God's army. You're not weak. You're not a grasshopper. You're not anemic. You're not watered down. You are a soldier in the army of God. And here's what's happening. People are starting to realize that they are soldiers. People are starting to realize that they are spiritual snipers. We talk about this all the time, spiritual snipers. I have a design of a new shirt being done that about spiritual snipers. I'll send you (laughs) when it's done being made because we've been called to be spiritual snipers and there's one Uh thing john a couple things i want to talk about when it comes to snipers are snipers are disciplined we have no more room in the army of God for lazy Christians. The road of discipleship, the road of warfare, the road of the true believer it takes discipline. In fact, in 2 Timothy 1:7, 1, 1 translation says, "For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but it gives us power, it gives us love and self-discipline." One of the things I'm seeing in the body of Christ, I'm sure you're seeing this John, is we are lacking discipline. And I want to say something loud and clear. Many of you don't have a demon problem, you have a discipline problem and there's people that go from deliverance to deliverance to deliverance i'm all for deliverance i believe many people need multiple deliverances many people need deliverance but my thing is this when you go from deliverance to deliverance deliverance but you don't have discipline in your life you won't be able to keep the demons out and if you want to be a spiritual sniper you need to have a disciplined life you need to start maybe going to bed earlier maybe not being on your laptop till three in the morning guys tell me john i'm struggling with pornography i'm like well yeah i would be struggling too if i was on my computer till three in the morning browsing websites i shouldn't be on i would be struggling too if there's no bible reading in my life if i don't have a daily reading the bible if i don't daily pray if i don't daily fast so what we do is we don't fast We don't Mm -hmm. pray. We don't read the Bible. We aren't disciplined. And then we blame everything on demons. I believe demons do a lot of terrible stuff. I preach on it all the time. I preached on this for an hour and a half last night. I believe that there are demons opposing us, but I also believe that we need to be disciplined as the body of Christ, because there's a lot of things in our life that we are not disciplined in. Like if you ask yourself, do I have a daily prayer life? Do I read the Bible? These are disciplines. These are disciplines The Bible calls us to have, and so we can't just push everything on demons. We can't just push everything on the devil. We also need to be disciplined if we wanna be spiritual snipers. I know in my life, I've had to discipline myself. I've had to say, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this every day. When I don't feel it, I'm gonna do it. Discipline says, even when I don't feel like praying, I'm going to pray. Even when I don't feel like getting on this live stream, I'm going to get on this live stream. Even if I don't feel like preaching, I'm going to preach. So I think one of the components and we'll talk about some more here of being a spiritual sniper is you must be disciplined. People ask, what is a spiritual sniper? It's a believer that is disciplined in the things of God that are serious about the things of God. Talk to me a little bit about discipline, John. I know this is something you have in your life. We have to live this disciplined life if we want to be spiritual snipers.
1: I mean, you know one one thing to complement discipline and discipline is a person that has an order. They they have an alignment God, you have a purpose with God, you have a destiny with God, something that is that, that you're chasing after you're chasing after the things of God, you're chasing after his presence, you're aware of his presence throughout the day in your life that is a disciplined spiritual sniper person a person that understands the things of the spirit that they understand the things of the kingdom understand the things of darkness, understand we're not in agreement with God, we're dark, and we're exposing darkness, mm-hmm. it's a difference that's why pastors out there are lying they're lying to the congregation because they don't want to be involved they say oh we don't, we don't want to glorify the devil Stupid! You should shut up. We're not glorifying the devil. We are exposing the devil. We're exposing. Stop being ignorant. We're exposing. The Bible said, "Don't be ignorant of the devil's devices." In second, in second, uh, second Corinthians two eleven. Don't be ignorant of the devil's device. The devil lives in God's house. How? Look at look at look at in, in second second uh, Corinthians chapter two. Uh, Paul's addresses a, a young man that s- s- slept with his stepmother, and, and Paul says, I, I turn him over to Satan. That was God's house. How is it that, that, that there's someone that will sleep with, with his stepmother? God, Paul was grieved over the situation. He said, I turn him over to Satan for a season. And he said, don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. And, and, and being disciplined is it's something that David said, would always shared with me. Mm. Discipline is great having Godly character godly character and godly character brings intimacy with god it brings closeness with god it brings a communion with god it brings a special bond with god it brings you to yawn after him and that's what that's what godly character discipline are things that you want to have intimacy you want to have closeness intimacy i have a relationship closeness I, I I don't leave god in my prayer closet i carry home everywhere i go I, i'm with god everywhere i go it's not a prayer closet thing it's an everyday thing that's closeness with god having a communion with god that means i'm in relationship i talk to god every day throughout the day that's that, that that's what brings that a personal bond i have a personal relationship with god that whatever he says is, is, is already established in heaven established on the earth a, a, a yearning for him that means when i get up and i i want i look forward look i i, I have to share something with you quick the bible here I, I was reading the Bible for six months because I couldn't read the words of the Bible. I couldn't see them because of my eyesight. And today, uh, yesterday was the first time in six months I was able to open the books and see the letters of the Bible. In six months, I ate this up, man, like it was a haagen Dog ice cream. I ate it up. I was on First Timothy. I couldn't believe I, I can't believe that I was reading the words of this thing. It took six months be- before I was able to see the words of this Bible. Six months before I was able to see the words of this Bible. Some of you got 2020. You don't even know how to open up your own Bible. Come on, and, 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 and that's what my brother and I are talking about we, 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 we're not hating on you we're not, trying, we're, not trying to, uh, we're not trying to embarrass you we're trying to build you up when, when, and, and, and what my brother was saying about, about being timid uh, this, this is one of the things I hate believers out there well you know I'm shy to share the word I'm shy to do this I'm embarrassed to talk to people that is a sign that you have been you made peace with the devil mm. you made peace with the devil because even the other, not too long ago I said Lord you know my vision is jacked up I, it's hard for me to travel and it's hard for me to do this and do that. You know, why can't I just do Zoom? And you know what God said to me? Did I ever give apostle Paul a few pass?
0: Come on.
1: That's <laughs> okay, on. Lord, I'm on, next, on. I'm on the next I'm on the I'm on I'm on the next flight. You know, it 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 is 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 a lifestyle, a lifestyle, a lifestyle. With Jesus Christ on front and center in your life, Amen. That's how you become a spiritual sniper, special ops. That's how you be you be you be entrusted with the strategies of heaven. God's not going to trust someone that's not going to sacrifice something with the strategies of heaven. The devil's playbook, and we've been entrusted with the devil's playbook to expose this devil, to expose the things of darkness, to expose the witches and warlocks. I even, I mean my brother, we even invite. We'll make a special show, invite all witches and warlocks to the show, and we'll Come set on. it up on fire. You know, they can come on the show. Not that we, 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 we're not talking about pride or anything like that. I mean, we want every person to know Jesus Christ. We want people to be set free. And we want to show the world that Jesus is bigger than the devil
0: so good the next thing I want to say was not only as a discipline but snipers and this is like literal snipers but it relates to spiritual snipers they have incredible concentration they have a target if you're a sniper you have a target and that is your only focus and oftentimes I was reading about snipers they wear an eye patch to create a blind spot to block out distraction to block out things they don't want to see so this is the goal guys everything right now li- listen to me closely is fighting for your attention TikTok. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, your job, your kids, your career, Mm -hmm. your family. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have 15 things a day pulling on you and you have to learn if you're going to be a spiritual sniper you have to learn to begin to block out create blind spots from distractions begin to remove things in your life because if the devil can keep you busy he doesn't need to keep you demonized he doesn't need to keep you on drugs if he can keep you on the television he doesn't need to keep you in pornography if he can keep you on tiktok all day if he can distract you from being on the front lines if he can distract you from the work that God has called you to do we need a concentrated church we need a church that's not going to be distracted by every wind of doctrine that's not going to be distracted on you know all these sermon series night at the movies and now we're using all these demonic movies to preach sermons And my mind i'm going have we really run (laughs) out of revelation and content where we need secular (laughs) movies like oh we need to make an avenger sermon or i'm like an avenger sermon what are you talking about this is how weak the church has become where we need the world to give us our information this is because we're distracted by the things of the world we need to kick the world out create mm-hmm. blind spots come on where are my hunters at we need to create blind spots and focus on our target focus on the enemy I got a prophetic word for someone your enemy is not your friend at church is not a leader is not a co-worker your enemy is spirits the Bible says In Ephesians chapter 6, our wrestle is not against flesh and blood, we're not warring against a person but we're warring against power spirits rulers of darkness principalities the the living bible says persons without bodies so we need to realize our target is not a pastor it's a spirit that's keeping the pastor bound our target is not our child it's a spirit of addiction that's keeping our child bound we're actually battling spirits i've heard you say this before john i think this is your fourth or fifth time on the show where the church was ignorant to spirit spiritual warfare and so you were just casting spells doing your thing roaming in and out freely and they didn't recognize the realm the battle take place in the battle takes place in the spirit realm so if I'm at a church that doesn't talk about the spirit realm that doesn't flow in the spirit realm that doesn't even acknowledge second Corinthians 418 that there is a spirit realm then I'm going to live my life subject to demons that God has given me power and authority over I'm not demon conscious I'm God conscious and God lives in the spirit like this is what I understand God is a spirit the Holy Spirit is a person but is a spirit and we don't engage in the natural so if we're going to engage in the spirit if we're going to worship in spirit if we're going to know God we need to be in the spirit realm we need to be in the spirit we need to pray in the spirit we need to read spiritual things we need to get spiritual teaching we need to get into live streams like this where we're training you for the spirit. We're not training you on how to get a new BMW. We're training you on how to drive demons out, how to engage in spiritual warfare, because you've been called to win the battle spiritually. And if we could win the battle in the spirit, we will see it manifest in the natural. And so I think our content, we need to concentrate John, on spiritual things and not be so concentrated on the new BMW, on the new this, on the new that, on having a blessed family, but be, be concentrated on spiritual things.
1: Amen. Amen. You know what they have to tell people? You have to understand one thing. You have to be a spiritual sniper. You have to know how to eliminate the clutter and the noise mm. around you. The clutter and the noise around you. Because spiritual snipers have a focus, a concentration that they know how to hit. The American sniper, that brother was bad with the, he was bad to the bone with his mm-hmm. with his gun. It's, the American Sniper made a movie about him, right? Because this guy can hit stuff from miles away because he knew something. He knew that he knew how to how to handle his, he knew how to handle his arsenal. Are you a Christian that God giving you arsenal that you don't know how to handle because you don't know how, God trying to make a spiritual sniper and you don't? One of the things I, I was sharing in, in one of the teachings earlier before I came on your show, I was sharing that David came into the camp and David came into the to the camp to give his brother lunch, and, and David was young. He was 16 years old, and you could be young. And I'm talking I'm, I'm talking to people that are young right now that are that are that are here, are young to spiritual warfare. You learn and you understand. Mm. The thing the spirit, you're being equipped, you're being, you're being challenged, you're taking the class, you're taking the course, you're, you're being prepared. David was prepared with the lion and the bear before he came into the camp. But one thing about David, he you, so you have to understand the things of the spirit because when David walked into the camp, David was young, he heard all this clutter, he heard all these noises going around with Goliath, making all this kind of accusation, making all this kind of stuff. David ran into the battlefield and, Dole, and, 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 and God was training David. But this was another training that I believe that David kind of like understood kind of missed a little bit even though he got the victory david understood that he chased after goliath and we know that he killed goliath whatever you kill easy in the spirit round it's not your fight understand wow. so david walked in and killed goliath but the david understood that david had to understand that if he understood the things of the spirit as he was being trained that his biggest enemy was right next to him mm. It was Saul was his biggest enemy. And I'm, when I'm trying to show people, I'm trying to show people as a spiritual sniper, you got to know, what is your target? Are you aiming the wrong targets? Are you hitting the wrong targets? And your biggest target is standing right next to you. And God is trying to teach you how to bring out these principalities, these strongholds, these bondages, these things that have been running up and down your family bloodline. And you're dealing with, you're dealing with stuff that's in front of you that's not really your fight, but your fight is the things that got here so God can prepare you to your purpose and your destiny. And we are struggling with this here. We're struggling with Goliath. when Saul. So is the one is your enemy standing next to you chasing you for 13 years what is, what is it that God is showing you is training you through my brother and I to understand the things of the spirit to understand where are the real targets and that's why pastors and leaders they don't want to get involved in spiritual warfare because they have lost the discernment their type of uh, Samson uh, like my my brother uh, Pastor Bill first love ministry said, the church is a type of Samson in the lap of which the lighter which is the type of the world mm. And and we need to come to a place where God to understand that God 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 had the Lord Jesus Christ destroyed the devil, slapped him so hard, he said he saw the devil fall like lightning from the sky. I mean that was a good slap. And then after that, God turned around and starved himself for 40 days and still beat the devil down in the wilderness after 40 days of temptation. And God left the church here today for the third rematch for against us and the devil. God didn't leave here for we made peace with the devil. or We have a, 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 a this kind of church, a, a go easy church, a Starbucks church. You know, God the, left the church here to be ambassadors, to be to be soldiers, to be enlisted on the army of the Most High God. And we not we are not taking the fight to the enemy anymore. We're not taking the fight to the devil. We're making peace with the devil and let the devil come into God's house and do whatever he wants because the devil is in charge of God's house. Thank God that we have a remnant.
0: Come on, come on! That's the remnant. There's 3,600 of the remnant right now. The spiritual snipers rising up. Let's go into the next. Those, those are the unknown. Those are the gods going to use. Those are
1: the come unknown. On. That's you know these these right now. the thirty six hundred. These are the these are David's four hundred in the cave. That God is equipping, preparing to release and to propel out to the world to teach the world. This is the ones that had in the cave the four hundred like David that they know how to bring the fight.
0: So good. Those thirty six hundred. Come on, come on. I, I would say the next thing for a spiritual sniper is snipers are all about positioning so snipers will choose certain spots or positions to have an advantage over their enemy now the bible makes it clear to know the strategies of satan so satan does not have an advantage over us so if you don't know about all the stuff we're teaching you and training you you automatically, according to Paul, Satan has an advantage over you. It also says, make sure you don't let the sun go down in your anger or you'll give Satan an advantage over you. So we need to position ourselves for revival. We need to position ourselves for spiritual warfare. And I'm just gonna say this cause we're just going at it tonight. Some of you are in the wrong position to be a spiritual sniper. Some of you are in the wrong position for God to use you. You're in the wrong position, location matters. You need to be in the right place so that the move of God can happen in your life. You need to position yourself for God to use you as a spiritual sniper. One of the reasons why we pray, one of the reasons why we fast, one of the reasons why we live a clean life is to put ourselves in an advantageous position over the enemy. If I live a prayerless life, I'm at a disadvantage. If I live a life of no fasting, I'm at a disadvantage. But when I begin to pray, when I begin to fast, when I begin to get myself desperate, when I get plugged into a local church that's on fire for God, I position myself in an advantageous position over the enemy the reason why i'm not going through every six months or a year another scandal like all these other pastors i've been 10 years i haven't even been close to being in a scandal i haven't even been close to being in anything because i don't give the devil an advantage over me and some of you you keep giving the devil an advantage over you but spiritual snipers they position themselves to be an advantage over the enemy we need to be in the right position so that means I need to be in prayer because just in case god needs to use me on the front lines i'm already at an advantageous position over the enemy some of you are at the wrong place at the wrong time and you're wondering why god can't use you in spiritual warfare you're wondering why god can't use you on the front lines it's all about positioning it's all about putting yourself Man. in an advantage over the enemy another thing i want to say is and you can jump in any anytime john is spiritual snipers are silent okay They're not all talk. A lot of you, you talk all the time, but you don't do anything. Spiritual snipers are not all talk. They're about hitting their target. You don't always need to broadcast everything. Spiritual snipers go behind enemy lines undetected. First Corinthians 420 says, the kingdom of God is not about talk. It's about power. Snipers are silent because they go behind enemy lines undetected and they don't need to always be talking, talking, talking. So many of us talk, 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 but there's no demonstration. There's no demonstration behind our talk. Everybody knows we're a Christian. We post it everywhere. Talk about it. But when push comes to shove, we don't know how to engage in spiritual warfare. So I believe there's too much talk and not enough walk happening. We're talking too much about the devil, but we're not actually confronting the devil. We're talking too much about Satan's kingdom, but we're not tearing down Satan's kingdom. We're talking a lot about how bad the world is, but we're not demonstrating the kingdom of God. So snipers are silent, they remain undetected, and they know how to hit their target. Some of you, listen, the reason why you're not hitting the target is because you give the devil all the intel. You're talking, you're gossiping, you're murmuring, and you just, you're always talking. You know in the Old Testament that they were complaining and murmuring, and the Bible says snakes were coming out and killing them. They were biting them and killing them them because they were complaining so much and some of you i got a prophetic word you need to shut your mouth and you need to start doing the work and stop talking so much how about this stop being so negative stop being so bitter stop standing in front of the mirror and giving the devil strategy Some of you, like i don't know why the devil knows my weakness because you're telling him your weakness because you're standing around in front of the mirror going i don't i can't stand this i can't stand this person i can't stand this body part i can't stand you're gossiping you're murmuring and you're inviting snakes to come bite you you're inviting snakes to come into your life the bible says in the book of luke that we are called to trample on serpents and scorpions so when you're talking all the time negativity speaking word curses speaking death it's like you don't even need witches some of you are like there's a witch cursing me no there's not you're the one cursing you you don't even need a warlock or a witch because you're doing a good enough job on your own so we need to begin to shut our mouth stop talking so much stop cursing ourselves stop murmuring so much stop complaining Mm -hmm. so much. Stop being in denial. Stop talking ourselves out of spiritual warfare. And instead of saying, my kid's never going to this. And even when you give prayer requests, you're speaking death and start saying, my kid will live. He will not be addicted. He will not be strung out. He will not die prematurely. My marriage will be saved. I will not get divorced. I'm not speaking (mah) divorce. I'm not speaking sickness. I'm not speaking what the doctor spoke. It's time with your words to change atmospheres, your words, create realities and what reality are you creating our words create atmospheres they create realities john i know that you've shared before in our show when you were in witchcraft you spoke death over people like you literally would speak death And they would die. Talk, talk a little bit about that speaking life curse, or death. I
1: I, I spoke over people. I I spoke curses over a region and it operated in the natural because you mm-hmm. see positioning yourself is one thing. Position you know how you, when you positioning yourself, I mean, the devil can't move you. If you're right positioned with God, the devil can't move you. He might shake you, but he won't move you. Mm-hmm. And if he don't move you, you can't. You don't lose territory. And when you know that you position yourself, you know you you position to prosper. To prosper, to your soul part, you will flourish. And then, then you know when you flourish, you you're in the right position you need to be a lot of Christians they get ground to the enemy you have to be a Nehemiah Nehemiah was on the wall he stood up on the wall he one hand he built the kingdom the other hand he smacked the devil in the face and he knew he had devils downstairs talking talking persuade him and try to convince him to come off the wall how many of you have come off the wall because you believe the false realities in the opinion of the devil you have come off the wall you have come off your post and God is saying get back on your post get back on the wall reposition yourself today That's what the Lord, reposition yourself today before it's too late so you can prosper, you can flourish in the things of the spirit. I'm not talking about financially, in the things of the spirit. And the opportunities in the favor of God that he can use you. Like he's using my brother. He's using me. We're not using it because we're special. He's using us because we made a decision to position ourselves, to prosper for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're doing, the things that we're doing. That's why, listen, the other day I was in California a couple of months ago. This big muscle guy, got he said, John, John. I said, what do you want? He said, John, I got the demon inside me. He's a principality. He's mopping you. He said, you can't cast him out. I said, I'll take the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> I hit that devil so hard, that thing fell on the floor. That guy had a bag in his face. He was vomiting for half hour. When he got up, he was completely transformed. He the devil tried to position himself against me, but he the devil got the he got the memo late. He got the text late. He got the Instagram late. He got the Facebook message late. I was already positioned before he showed up.
0: Mmm, so good ready for the battle and this is what we're trying to train you guys be ready for the warfare Okay, let's go into this one spiritual snipers are proactive. So guys, we're not waiting for the enemy to make the first move Come on. We're making the first food. Jesus said I'm gonna build a church and the gates of hell how many no gates don't have feet the gates of hell are not going to prevail against my church this is an offensive church so many of us mm-hmm. are waiting and this is even when it comes to casting out demons we wait for the demons to come to our church we wait for the people to come for us for deliverance Jesus sent out in the book of Luke chapter 10 the 72 to go cast out demons one pastor said oh brother we don't need to go out looking for demons we'll just wait no Jesus said go look for demons go look for people to do deliverance on on. i'm calling you to be proactive (laughs) i'm not waiting for the devil to shoot at me Uh i'm being proactive i don't wait for my kids to come to me saying mom i'm going through this or that or dad i'm going through this or that i prepare myself i'm proactive against the enemy i'm destroying the enemy's kingdom i'm preparing my home i'm preparing my marriage i'm preparing my family i'm on the front lines i'm going to the devil I'm the devil's worst nightmare. I don't have nightmares of demons. Demons have nightmares of me. I don't need a vaccine against a demon. A demon needs a vaccine against me. I don't need I don't need protection against the enemy. The devil needs armor against me. The devil's afraid of John Ramirez. The devil's afraid of Isaiah Salomar. Acts 19. Peter, I know. Paul, I know, but who are you? So we need to be armed and dangerous against the enemy and stop being on the defense. Stop waiting for the devil. Oh, I have a witch attack me. I attack witches. My prayers are nuclear warheads against Satan's kingdom. My prayers are nuclear heat-seeking missiles against witches and warlocks. I'm in services and the witches then they come, the warlocks, they come. I'm not sitting there waiting for them to cast spells on me. I'm casting the fire of God on them. I'm speaking life and so driving them really out.
1: Them on their heads.
0: They're not driving <laughs> me out. You know, I was at a church, John, and you've been to this same church and they're having a problem where the witches were coming to services and casting spells uh-huh. and people are falling out of the- I said, tell them to come sit front row and I'll preach a hole right through them. I'm not afraid Uh of a witch. Come cast your spell, bring your dead chicken, bring your incantation. Do whatever you want. Uh I have the same spirit that raised Christ. I'll bring the battle to you. I'll torment Uh you and the witches come and say, oh, we know who you are, Isaiah. Praise the Lord, I know you know who I am because I'm up in your territory, launching missiles. I'm up in your territory, (laughs) pleading the blood of Jesus against you. I'm doing warfare, I'm going against the enemy, I'm taking territory. I'm not sitting around going, all right, well, if a demon comes to me, I'll deal with him. No, I challenge every single one of you, take the battle to the enemy. Be the first one to engage, be proactive, not reactive, and be the devil's worst nightmare. Take it Man. as a badge of honor when you have people saying, oh, we, you know, the, we're mad at you because you did this, or witches are mad at this, or my pastor's mad about this, or religion's mad about this. Make religion mad. Make the devil mad. Make the kingdom of darkness mad because you're being proactive. We have to stop waiting. We need to go forth. Come on. We need to go forth. Well, oh, you, know, you know what?
1: We, we we need we need to set it off. We need to set up we need to put the judgment of God upon these devils. We need to Come put on. the fire of god upon these devils. We need to put the fire of God in the devil's camp. We need to confuse their language, attack, let them attack one another. We need to learn how to shut down the first and second hand, paralyze those devils in the ground. You know, I went I went I went to uh, Louisiana to do some 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 shows with Kevin Zedai. And as soon as I got off the plane and I got on his car, he said, I heard the demons talk. I said, What are you talking about, Kevin? He said the demon said, John's in town, we confused, we don't know what to do wow. with him. I mean, this is Kevin Zera. He here. This is the man of God. The man that The man that walks in the Spirit. The man that will walk with God. The man that has an amazing ministry. I, I'm I'm blessed to be his friend. Like I'm blessed to be Azera's friend. And i I mean, I, I hang out with Eagles. I don't hang out with chicken coop Christians. Come on, come on. We we we, we need to understand one thing. I mean, the demon said to him, "We confuse John is in town. We don't know what to do. You need to confuse the devil's camp. You need to confuse his arsenal. You need to confuse his army. You need to confuse his game plan, his strategies. You need to confuse it that when you show." up in town they don't know what you do with you because you're on the offense offense means when you show up they don't know what you do with you because they don't have a defense to compare to your offense
0: Mm, so good so good and you know God is enlisting you right now if you're listening to this broadcast God is enlisting you we're an hour in right now we're going to do Q&A but we'll do that next time next time we'll do only Q&A we'll get all your questions I have a bunch of questions down from last time but we'll get those in next time because I believe tonight God is enlisting someone I believe tonight God is drafting someone to be a spiritual sniper (laughs) pastors leaders there's 3,700 of you watching this is not an accident you did not stumble in this broadcast let me see there's 3,000 of you watching right now on YouTube you did not stumble into this broadcast by accident you got in because God is waking you up God is making you unstoppable God is making you unshakable God is doing a new thing right now in the body of Christ and God is raising up spiritual snipers I believe tonight God is giving you a spiritual sniper rifle if you're listening Mm -hmm. to this God is Mm -hmm. saying it's time to get proactive it's time to stop talking about it and being about it if that's you type one in the chat because we're gonna pray if you want to give some closing thoughts we're gonna pray over you we're gonna pray some Arsenal prayers we're gonna break some stuff off you we're gonna enlist many of you to engage in spiritual warfare This is your moment right now. This is your time.
1: That's right. You know,
0: one thing I want to say,
1: your testimony should be your testimony before you die. Your testimony, every person, 3,700 people, your testimony should be two things your testimony should be. And the end of your testimony should be two things. I made Jesus Christ proud that he picked me, that he didn't waste Mm. my time. I didn't waste his time. And the other part of your testimony should be the devil should rejoice that you left the battlefield because you gave him a migraine. Come on. The devil should rejoice. The devil should be like, I'm glad they took them home. You know that's what the devil should be. You should give the devil a panic attack. You should give him seizures. Give that devil some seizures and panic attack because the God called you to fight. Listen, I said this one more thing with you. In 2019, March 11th, I died in my apartment, and I was my I saw my body laying there. I was leaving. I was leaving up to heaven, and and all and 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 I looked at my body there, and I knew I was completely dead, completely dead. And all I said was nothing. It was just words that didn't come out of my mouth. It just came out because I think God put them there. I said, Lord, I, I'm 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 so disappointed. You are taking me home early if you would have left me i would have done so much more for you and god put me in my body not knowing that i was going to lose my vision later on i lost my vision i had 2200 taking the plane to california with 2200 vision in the commission of the the new york state that is legally blind i was on a plane snowstorm sat in jfk airport for five hours on the snowstorm they clear the plane five and a half hours to get to california and still catch that devil because i was blind in the natural but i was alive in my spirit cast out devils I couldn't see the face in the person in front of me I could, people on the second row where, where I was preaching I couldn't see who they were because I was legally blind and I did that I done two e-courses I done a book that's coming out it's called Conquering Your Deliverance I done so much more because I made God a promise that if he keep me here I'll be special ops, spiritual sniper and dangerous and give the devil the biggest migraine that he will ever have since the day God created him because my brother and I We've been called for time as this, to bring down targets, to destroy the works of the devil, to expose the work of the devil, and we've been called to set the captives free. That's our story. And when we done with it, we'll make Jesus Christ proud and the devil will rejoice because we left the battlefield.
0: Come on. And we know what we gotta do. Listen, <laughs> we gotta do an event together this year. We we should try to do something in Texas. Cause I know there's a lot of people that watch you, a lot of people that watch me in Texas. We need to whoop yes. the devil up, tag team him one of these days. It's gonna happen. I'm telling you, it's the gonna church. happen. I got the church. It's gonna happen. Let's do it in Jesus' name. Man. Let's do it. But we're gonna pray for Man. you guys. Um we're gonna pray just deliverance, break. I'll, I'll and pray look, sign and then come on. Yes, I'm going to pray, and then you can pray. John, Father, we pray right now by your power, by your fire, by your anointing. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray that you would enlist every single, the 3,700 watching, Lord, I pray that you would enlist them. We come against everything stopping you, everything blocking you, everything hindering you. I command it to be broken. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray power of God. We pray fire of God come upon you now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I just pray that right now you would do what only you can do. That they would soar on wings of eagle of eagles. No more chicken coop Christians. No more watered down Christians. No more watered down believers. Father, I pray that you would enlist every one of us, that you would re-enlist us. That tonight, Lord, Hallelujah. I re-enlist for your army. I re-enlist Hallelujah. for your army. And I say, Lord, do what only you can do. Release your power, release your fire, release your anointing, release your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I come against every assignment of the devil. In Jesus' name i come against every demonic attack right now satan come up and out now in jesus name every unclean spirit must go in jesus name every unclean power must go in jesus name we pray the power of almighty god satan you have no place satan you have no power Satan, this is not your territory this is not your real estate the lord is against you we speak the fire of god we speak the power of god we speak the anointing of god right now In in jesus name Holy Spirit, release your fire. We burn up every kingdom of darkness. We burn up every stronghold. The blood of Jesus is against every stronghold. Every curse is broken in Jesus' name. Jesus is the curse breaker. Jesus is the spell breaker. And right now it's broken. Every contract is severed now. We cut every tie, we cut every cord. We break, break it in name Jesus' name. Satan, That's you are right. bound right now. You have no power. Right. The every the single Jesus. person right now, the power the of darkness of is broken. Right and we just pray, Lord, that you would enlist every person in Jesus' name. Enlist them right now. We sign up for your kingdom. We sign up for your army. We pray, Lord, that you would do what only you can do in Jesus' name. Go for it, John. You can That's pray right. over the people now, as well. In the name of Jesus Thank Christ, you, Father, we
1: bind a strong man. In the name of Jesus, we bind it's doubt, God. fear, unbelief, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind. Every devil of low expectation we break that off my brothers and sisters they can do all things to Christ Jesus who give them the strength they're the head not the tail. they're, they're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus the devil is a liar we break stronghold patterns and cycles of repeat we break every demonic addiction in the name of Jesus Christ we break oppression depression suicide we break unbelief the lying devils in the name of Jesus every mind control devil we break in the name of Jesus Christ father right now put, the, put my brothers and sister to the fire and let them be enlisted tonight that they can do all things to Christ, either the spiritual sniper, special ops, spiritual, spiritual, spiritual warfare, boot campers in the name of Jesus Christ today. Father, fill them with your spirit. Fill them with the arsenal of heaven, with the mind of Christ. In the name we put the judgment of God upon every devil. We put the judgment of God upon the devil right now. In the name of, we smite these devils with the blood of Jesus. We incarcerate these devils. We cage them up. We put the blood of Jesus in the cage and let them be tormented day and night. In Jesus' name. Father, we break right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every person that they. They have doubt that they can't do it, that they think they can't serve it, that they can't they be spiritual sniper. Every lying spirit has to die. We tied up the timely word that was spoken over their life. We break those demonic words in Jesus' name. We declare the decree, Father God, that they are filled with the Holy Spirit and every armies of the Most High God. Father, I speak to the dry, I speak to the valley of the dry bone. Let that army rise up tonight in the name of Jesus Christ with the fire, God, in their bones like Jeremiah, unquenchable, unmovable, untouchable. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.
0: Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, God is moving. John Ramirez, thank you so much, man. man I love you, man. You we God got God to do it again. God Next time we'll do a QA. I know yes. there's a lot of questions Q&A, that people have. Yes. We'll do it next Absolutely. time, but man, we got to get together soon. I know it's late in New York right now. You are on another show today. Thank you so much for being on. Guys, please make sure you follow him, get to his events, get to his, um, also as an inner circle, like a partnership you guys should be a part of, and his spiritual warfare boot camp is linked in the comments. Is there anything else, John, that you wanted to share or say? That's it. Let them support our ministry,
1: my brothers, so we can continue to bring the fire of God upon these devils so Come they on. can learn that the house of Jesus Christ is here to stay.
0: Amen. I'm going to text you after this, John. Thank you so much for being on tonight. All right. God bless you, my brother. Right, Love God you, man. God bless Love yes. you, man. Thank you. Guys, what an amazing time tonight. I want to challenge you guys so into what God is doing, so into this ministry. There's 3,700 of you on. This is incredible, guys. If you want to pray about becoming a monthly partner, we are Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiasaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.